art really actually forces you to 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 deal with yourself as a creator but also as a viewer of art it really is a is a mirror of of yourself because whatever you think or feel in that moment that you encounter it that's that's you you're the pure you Hey, I'm your host, Ronja Sakata, queen of joy, that's how my friends call me, talking to you from Zurich, Switzerland. I want to make this world more joyful and playful and colorful because we don't have a guarantee for tomorrow, so let's enjoy today. Will you join me? I'm all in. I founded the Joy Academy for exactly that reason and on the Let's Create Joy podcast we talk visions, dreams, self-care, habits, challenges, creating joy and much more in motivational solo episodes at the beginning of the month and inspiring talks with my wonderful guests. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at joyismycompass for getting fun and tangible daily inspiration for our monthly topic. You make the difference and you are the most important person in your life. Yes, we can live our best lives right now while we have our big vision in our head and heart. Let's dive right in. Enjoy! Welcome, Oival, to the Let's Create Joy podcast. It's such an honor to have you here. He's from Zurich, I'm from Zurich, and we are presenting this show in our best English. (laughs) Welcome, and just tell us, what do you do? um, What brings you joy, and how do you create joy? Because that's how we start our conversation. Hmm. Well, that's actually pretty easy. Um, well, my name is um, Samora Bazarabusa, also known as Oibel or Oibel Art. That's my artist name. And I've uh, basically been an artist all my life. Um, in between, I did some music, but actually then went back again to visual arts. Um, that's how all started for me as a young young man, you could say teenager getting into hip-hop graffiti and all of that stuff and um, yeah it actually never stopped since and that's what brings me most of the joy and through that it's actually pretty easy to create joy well I create what enjoys me and just hope that there's other people that enjoy it as well and it happens to be so that there is quite a few so yeah that's the so joy cool. of it. <laughs> yes, and in your in your everyday life, I mean, I want to know want to know uh, more about your art and everything. Mm-hmm. But like in your everyday life, you know, do you have some tricks you could reveal to the audience how you how you really create joy, or is it just like you have to have colors and uh, or a pen or a wall, and then you you uh, create joy that way? I mean, I think it's it's not, in the end, it's not only, I mean, it's a, I think you have to look at it in a whole, holistic way, that because one thing feeds the other, and it's all like a, a nice little circle that ends up in the same place again, and starts over and over and over, so um, 
I think first of all you have to start with yourself. That's what I believe. That's why I like to spread the message of love and it's your duty to spread love, what I like to say all the time. And what I mean with that also is just really that you have to first love yourself. The relationship with yourself has to be good first and in order for you to be able to have a good relationship with other human beings, things, whatever. Uh, because otherwise I think it's rather difficult if you don't like yourself. It's, yeah, that's just where it starts and you can't, you can't skip that part. So you have to kind of start there. And in the end, I mean, I, I believe that... Um, Happiness is a choice. It's a it's a it's a state of mind. It's you decide to be happy or 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 not. And um, yeah, depending on your standards, you're happy with very little. And I mean, I'm happy just already to know that I wake up and I feel healthy. I mean, of course, everybody complains about themselves and like I have this here and that here and there and I'm getting gray hairs and then and then All right. But I mean, that's nothing that like really hope doesn't take you down as much. Um, it's an ongoing process. I think everybody's like a work in process and uh, that's never stops. That's like the that's that's life. Yeah, it's it's the process that and um, yeah, I think that's how or that's the easiest way to to create joy. First, find joy within yourself as being yourself, and then you can bring it out to the world. Something like that, if that makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely, that's like my whole company. Joy is my compass. You just brought it to the point of you first have to <laughs> love yourself but you know that's yeah. so difficult for a lot of people so would you be willing to share like when did you realize did you love yourself always or or was it like a moment where you learned it or it was it a progress over time because i mean as a teenager or for me it was when i was 17 my my friends began to die in avalanches and car accidents mm -hmm. and and like a various like it was always like the phone call you know somebody died and it was the shock and the grief mm -hmm. and also mm -hmm. the realization that this life is so fucking precious it's just not worth complaining all the time you said it like you have you it's a choice and yeah. i made this choice quite early that I want to enjoy this life. I want to have fun. I want to have joy. I want to be surrounded by people I love and not doing things because I think I have to or should or mm -hmm. yeah. So, so how about you when, I mean, you said, does this make sense? It makes so much sense. And it's like the wisdom of the whole universe. I think it's simple, but it's everything. And it's not so easy to to achieve if you're in a bad place if you're like yeah yeah so yeah. tell us abs more abs abs absolutely absolutely i mean it's always most of the things are easier said than done and especially also the the simple things that see or seemingly simple things are uh, most of the times the most difficult because they 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 how do you say 
you know, like I, my my art that I do compared to like realistic art or so is seemingly simple because it's just uh, made up of um, a few lines, maybe some more lines sometimes, but these lines have to be exactly in place because if they're not, then it doesn't look right. And I can't like, you know, um, hide it with some effects or shadowing or whatever. If the line is not right, then it doesn't look right. And it may seem simple, but actually, the yeah, you can't hide anything when if something is simple, you have to be really honest with it. And um, I don't know if I consciously, you know, um, made all of these choices and decisions or if I'm just now like in hindsight started, you know, like realizing that actually that's a bit how thing how things work, that you can't just um, like um, skip that step. You, you have to be a have you have to have self awareness and 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 um yeah because when you're being delusional that's when you start going down the wrong paths and you end up in places you don't want to be and um but i think these moments also have something good because that's like the moments where you're the most honest also with yourself when you're kind of a bit like upset also with yourself so like these moments are also they also have their purpose of course you shouldn't stay hooked in them because that's when you like uh, easy spiral into depression i guess um so yeah i don't know if i made a conscious choice of like that's how it's uh, to be i think i was a bit just always in that lane unconsciously and when things went wrong i didn't understand it straight away and i was a bit forced to um dissect my actions my my life choices and and kind of analyze what got me to that point and I think through that, um, and of course also you need other people. I mean, you know, like there's this philosophical question, if you would be the only single person on earth, would you know who you are, you know, or the only, let's say the only uh, living organism on earth, would you know who you are? Because you actually need the reaction of others to understand also what you've been doing because these blind spots that you don't always see you would never see if nobody would react to them so it's yeah it's a a thing alone but also you need like everybody else too so it's yeah (laughs) it gets it gets kind of easily complicated somehow or you just go deep into very philosophical stuff and I really understand that, you know, like depending where you are in life or, or where you are also maybe even located or what your situation is, you don't even have time to think of all of those things because you first have to kind of just survive and, you know, like what will I eat? Where will I sleep? And um, I see myself very privileged to be uh, born and raised here in Zurich, Switzerland, um, where most of the things are just a, a given, and you you get 
many chances and um yeah it's yeah it's really actually a blessing i can't say it else how i mean nobody chooses where they are born so yeah um with that awareness um yeah i really wish actually that more people born under these circumstances i mean of course that's not just because you are here it's easy that's also too easy to say um because it's not um but if you are halfway like somehow i have to watch out what i say you know like <laughs> it's it's really it's not that easy you know you, you can say. it's brilliant you can we we will do show notes and you will read through that text and like dang i'm great i'm saying good oh, things really i mean i, it. I, I, I don't i don't think of myself as so so great actually um i think you're because as a, as i say it's, a, it's a, as i said it's it's a it's a work in process and um yeah, I think one should really be aware of what one already has or, you know, like really count count your blessings. I mean, that's, I'm not uh, like a religious person, but I would say I'm spiritual. But then again, religion is actually a spiritual thing. So, yeah, but I know like I don't like believe in a specific, you know, like God uh, with all of these confessions that are there. But I do believe in energies um, that exist and that that are somehow around us. And to tap into those is like kind of what what we have unlearned over the years of humanity. And um, we put ourselves like a bit in this golden cage, and we don't actually really see what is really value really valuable. And um, you know, most of the people put value on material things, which is very, if you ask me, short-term thinking, um, because it goes way, way past that. Um, material values, you have to renew them all the time because, because they kind of lose their value. They're cool uh, in the first few sometimes even just minutes or seconds you have them and they decreases very fast and then you need uh, a reboot and um yeah now i just lost my thought of train but like you know um yeah what i was trying to say is that that i wish more people would just really value what they already have and and what is just given for them, which is not just to be taken for granted, because I feel nothing is to be taken for granted at all. And um, if you kind of try to live by that mindset, I think you're the most thankful for everything that you have at all times. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like being alive is the first thing. And then you mm -hmm. mentioned the circumstances. And I mean, that's something I think about a lot we are so blessed in this country and with everything we have. And even here, mm -hmm. as you said, people have problems and I don't want yeah. to put those down, but yeah, like don't complain when the bus is late for two minutes, please. Like <laughs> yeah. we have a bus every seven yeah. minutes, you know, it's like mm -hmm. the gratefulness. I think that's a very, very wonderful tool to just feel the ground on your feet 
the fresh mm-hmm. air and and mm-hmm. and be thankful that you're here in these um, blessed circumstances and then do yeah. something with it don't work for a job you hate mm-hmm. every day and then you have a burnout or like do something and that's what i admire so much i mean you do art art is not as profession did you hear that from your parents or from your surrounding when you said i want to do art like what what was your path to your art i mean you're yeah i mean actually my 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 father is actually an artist he he does animation or he used to do animation and my mother was always like interested in a lot of art doing patchwork and pottery and things like that and so I was always around art uh, very young already. And um, yeah, but still it's like that aspect of like, just, you know, like do a, uh, learn a proper, a proper job. You know, I, proper, I have to also, proper. I'm working yeah. on my terminology, <laughs> just <laughs> learn, learn. Learn a safer job, like that's maybe a better way to put it. Learn a safe job that you can. Did your parents say that, or or other people in your life? I think for my mother it was important that I have like a safe job that I can fall back on in case other things don't work. That you have like this like uh, this safety parachute that you know you can fall back on just in case whatever you're trying out is not working out. You can always go back to that and at least you know earn some money uh pay off debt <laughs> things like that and then like restart again once you were back at at the point where, where you, you know like you can take that freedom for yourself to do so yeah and what did you what do you have a proper job or did you work around yes that? i'm uh i i i, I made an apprentice an apprenticeship as a painter yeah just classical you know on construction painting walls and doors and and facades and stuff like that just in mostly white and gray <laughs> and um then in between i was in retail for quite a while i i did a bunch of stuff i did customer service i have worked on in in like a, a tv film studio for a while um and yeah but did you i mean that's so cool that you learned painter i love our swiss system you know you're not just like doing an internship you really are an official trained certified painter when you do this 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 is Mm -hmm. it a three-year-old a three-year-long um education yeah it was a three-year-long apprenticeship and actually i wanted to learn to do um lettering to to paint letters but why and then i didn't find an apprenticeship and i learned that if you would become a painter you could do another after those three years you could add another two years of education to get to that uh, job but while I was in the apprenticeship, that job kind of more or less um, died out. And, you know, like the technical uh, evolution came up and it was about plotting and, you know, putting the letters up in a, you know, kind of as, as stickers and not painting them anymore. So 
that put me down a bit but then my motivation at least was that I like I loved paint I've always loved paint so I learned all about paint and yeah that's what to, I was thinking I mean you if you're a pro about paint I mean even painting a piece of art that not after a year you sold it everything falls down off the canvas because it's dry or whatever it's it's an it's not only an art it's a it's just a really a profession right you can't play around yeah but i think that's it seriously yeah but i think that's a whole nother thing because you have to learn new paint actually because you can't use the same paint for a facade like as you use for a canvas um of course but like as the the what the material paint is you know like mixing colors and handling a brush and all of that like i had like an advance uh because of that apprenticeship i know how to handle the brush and i've been always like kind of in one way or another practicing this before i knew that i would be actually wanting to do paintings with a brush on a canvas so once i started doing that it was actually quite easy for me because i already had like this experience from from the job just using brushes all the time and um through also what you learn there like um building up the different layers from the base layer to the next and the next i just also had that experience and this all comes in pretty handy for me now with what i'm doing so yeah can you tell the story with the big wall please i just saw the I mean, I know your biggest, or I assume that this is at the moment your biggest artwork in Zurich. It is. But I read on your website how it came. In Zurich and in the world. (laughs) And in the world. Okay. At the moment. At the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Please book Eubel for your big skyscraper where there is a spare wall to, to do a mural, right? Yes, absolutely. I want to paint the whole world. That's my goal. (laughs) <laughs> can you tell the story about this wall or is that like something you told about so much you you told people no i mean it's 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 something i've been dreaming of actually for for a really long time i wanted to do a mural a really big mural and i still want to do more um but it's something that you actually you have to go about a bit proactively and you know approach the owners write them a letter and make them an offer or however. And I never kind of found the time to to do so. I was always like, yeah, next year I'm going to go and take all of these pictures and I'm going to set up my concepts and my ideas so I can just pitch it to them um, by doing a mock-up on the pictures that I'm taking of their facades. And then I will, um, with my Procreate and my iPad, just add the whole painting onto the facade so they already have like a visualization of the whole thing. And then I will pitch it to them. Um, and on a day like end of, what was that? End of 2020, I just, for the hundreds or whatever, thousands time I passed this wall I was like, ah, oh, this is just a dream wall, this crossing and everything. And the wall is so disgusting, ugly. It has to be painted and it's the perfect spot. And I just want to do it. So I took a picture while at the red light in front of the wall from my, with the car. I took a picture with my phone. I went home 
and I added the digital painting that I already had onto the wall and I posted it on Instagram just like saying like look if you have any walls I have ideas I have concepts talk to me and I kind of forgot that I was in my day um, you know doing grocery shopping picking up the kids bringing them to bed and once they're in bed I sit down in the kitchen like ah what a day and I go to my DMs on Instagram and I just have that message of the house owners just basically saying hey wow this looks really great um wouldn't you want to uh, let us know how you would go about send us an email and let's 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 do this we also think this wall needs something (laughs) and I was I was shocked uh in a good way of course and um yeah nine months later I painted the wall so that was like yeah and there I manifest, again, you're, I, you're, I probably you're... I manifested it all of these years, and now it just Absolutely. happened like, boop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you have to do the first little action, right? You have to tell the world or like let them know you didn't even wrote directly to them. They, I didn't they even saw... know to whom the house belonged. No idea. So cool. I so I just cool. sort of like, hey, let's let's just do a mock up and just put it out there and. I didn't expect, uh, and I never had the idea that maybe the house owners could see this. I just thought, like, you know, anybody who has walls. And I got a whole bunch of feedback. Like, somebody told me, hey, I have this wall in the backyard um, of my house. You could paint that one if you want. I can't, you know, give you anything, but you can have the wall. And some other people wrote to me that they have walls in their in their restaurant where I could hang some paintings. And so I got a lot of cool feedback, which I was already really happy for and and then just this message in all of this was like what (laughs) it was very surreal and it still is actually when I pass the wall it's still it's going to be in a month's time it's going to be one year old so yeah and um yeah I, I still somehow can't believe it it's it's yeah. And it's such a cool wall. Every time I pass there, I have to take a picture. I can't go and I I cross the crossing there usually by by bicycle, so I have if if there yeah. is a green light, I have to stop and go on the um <laughs> what is that called where the where the, the sidewalk the sidewalk, thank you. Yeah. And just take a picture. And and my husband's restaurant is nearby, so um yeah. And my my girl loves it so much too. And it's so inspirational, you know. I really want her to know that you can do whatever you want and there are so many cool ideas out there. And you, of course, like a proper job in Switzerland, there are so many cool apprenticeships you can do, like goldsmith, silversmith, you know, like yeah. there's so much creativity there. It's not, and I love that this wall got your your expertise and your art and your love you know it's yeah i mean otherwise yeah, thank how you. Would you if you're only used to draw on canvas you don't know how to treat the wall right with the layers and weather and yeah i mean you can you can you can get informed on that somehow i mean there's so many artists in the world doing uh of this kind of, of stuff and but you were just times. like, I know how to do that. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's also through, you know, like really watching other artists that do this a lot, uh, following them, but of course also asking some friends of mine that have uh, done more walls already, like how they would go about and yeah like that's just kind of gathering information and then in the end of course you have to make the decision yourself how you will do it um i mean i also could have decided to do it with a bunch of uh, paint buckets instead of spray paint would have been a lot more messy and a lot more material maybe i would have spent less uh money on 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 that paint than on spray paint but it would have been a lot more messier so yeah, I mean, making art is really also just like life. It's uh, tons of decisions that you have to make. And um, yeah, in the end, all of these decisions come together as a end result. And yeah, and uh, once it's done, it's like, okay, what's, what's next? You know, like you're already thinking of the next, uh, yeah. But like to have is this there, as an example an also for yourself, it's like, okay, it's possible, it's possible, it works, yeah. my idea works. Okay, yes. let's do more, let's do more. Is there a next dream wall in your mind or you already have booked the project? There's plenty dream walls in my mind, which I really um, want to also do these mock-ups and actually now I have to really go about it more proactively even because now I have an example. Now it's not anymore like I'm sending you a mock-up. I can really say, look, I have done it already and it works. Like my ideas work and I could do this for you as well. So yeah, that's my, my next thing actually that I hope to get some um, pitches out by the end of this year. So maybe next year we can look at uh, doing the next big thing. Yeah. So cool. And I see you, you have a cap in your design. You have a big picture behind you and another one on the other wall. How yeah, can more. people buy your wall? Oh, you should turn <laughs> that way. So more good. over here. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm in my studio. Like I can, can show you around a bit. See, here's the, okay. the, the paintings I made over the uh, weekend and last week. Yeah, the live so, painting in the yeah. train station of Zurich. That was so yes, cool. Yes, exactly. I met this wise man the first time at the train station. It was so cool to see you there. And my yeah. father-in-law was so impressed. Like, do you know him, this artist? I said, well, <laughs> I just met him for the first time, but I will do a podcast interview. Yes, so cool. cool. Yeah, so nice. Cool. Yeah, I, li I like to have my art really everywhere i mean i mean i'm inspired by one of the greats um keith herring which he he's like one of the pioneers when it comes to you know really um having like a pop-up shop uh, or just a shop in general having art on merchandise um yeah merchandise is also like actually not really a nice word because it's like Merchandise always has to me like something, it sounds like it's something cheap, you know, that you give away and uh, for for commercial causes. And But no, I actually like to do quality stuff. So, you know, like this, which I worked uh, with a friend from the, the Flat Cap store, which he, he can really um, produce in a professional um, manufacturing site where I think also they produce the all new era caps. So, yeah. I like to see my stuff 
on, on, on quality things, of course, also. And if you buy a T-shirt for me, it would be nice that if it's wash, being washed 10 times, it still looks nice and it's not looking like, um, uh, uh, you know, like a piece of paper that you just can, can throw away. And um, yeah, that's why I have my online shop. I would like to also just make my art accessible to as many people uh, as I can, because like this canvas that I just showed you is now is not necessarily a very accessible thing in terms of the pricing. Um, so like if you can get a T-shirt of me for 30 bucks or, or, or a mug for 16 bucks in my store, um, then you still can support me and have a, a cool piece of of art, I would say. I mean, that's also, I think, a discussion that is being <laughs> held a lot. Like, if the art is on a mug, is it still art? Or, you know, like, is it this kind of merchandise? Um, but, yeah, I'm really inspired by Keith. Um, uh, he had a big influence on me. Because he really started, you know, he had like little radios with his stuff. He had inflatables. He had pins, uh, T-shirts, um, you know, like um, like fold-up carousels, you know, which are like a book. You fold it up and this whole carousel comes out. Things like that. Just all kinds of stuff that you could think of. And they called him a sellout back then. The art scene really didn't like what he was doing. Um but he was just the like art no, scene doesn't like to get disrupted right so no but for him it was like arts for everybody and he tried to make it available to everybody and i think he he laid the first you know like bricks for people like obey and so on that would come later on uh where they would actually basically do what he's doing and put their art that was in the streets first onto t-shirts and fashion uh, and other items and and make it available to the whole world basically yeah so what are your dreams there like i mean you you could produce it's so easy to produce cheaply like there are some some web shop thingies where you just upload your picture as an artist mm -hmm. and then you can buy everything like cushions and but it's mm -hmm. not good quality right i i assume that you have Good stuff you can find you can shop. find good you can find good oh, quality. Really? I actually yeah I actually do it at the moment. I also do it in this kind of way as as a as a drop ship. Oh, cool! Um, because you have uh, in in terms of for example t-shirts, you have a, a big range of quality that you can choose from. You can choose okay. the cheapest, or you can also say I would like to have organic cotton, and and something that lasts and. Of course, I always order the things for myself first and I try out and, you know, like I wash it a lot and I wash it the wrong way and I, <laughs> and I put it in the dishwasher and all of those things just to see what happens before okay. I make it available because I don't want, you know, people to, to spend their money on something that, as I said, after washing it 10 times, you can throw it away because it just really doesn't look nice anymore. Yeah. or throw it away you don't want to wear it anymore um so yeah and it's for me it's a cool way because i don't have to take too big of a risk because like for example if i'd order 50 t-shirts i have to think of on okay how many s how many m's how many l's and you know and then in the end 
you will probably sell out all the L's and the M's and you will be sitting on some S's and some XL's that you can't get rid of and you actually would like to get rid of everything and with the time you just have stock piling up that you can't sell and I just made this experience already a few times and kind of bothered me and now it's in a way that if you order a t-shirt from me that t-shirt is just being made it's not it's not in i don't have any stock anywhere so it happened yeah. yeah it happens like that and it's a bit more on the expensive side for me i don't have as a big margin as if i would do it the other way but for me actually it's more important that it's avail that i can make it available to to people and uh, try to you know like make the big bucks <laughs> with something else you know of course if if I have a high quantity of orders then that changes but but in this kind of way I can just um, I don't have to have a stock room which in a, in the end also will be money that I have to come up with um, to pay the stock room then like shipping is also if you place the order it goes directly from where it's produced comes to you um, so that's very convenient for me and it's low risk uh, as well and I still can offer you something nice that has some quality and yeah so people people will see your art and and get to know you right if somebody yeah. asks like, where is that t-shirt from you know when i brought your stickers home from from train station where we met mm -hmm. and mika my my daughter was like where did you get these stickers i see them <laughs> everywhere in zurich that's so cool right she was very ah. impressed that i brought her some stickers <laughs> of you so um nice. yeah nice. next ah, cool. generation is is waiting for good good you. the next generation is very important especially yes. the young young ones i like to work with kids therefore because yeah are you I working mean, with kids yes i do workshops uh during uh the the vacation uh -huh. uh, yeah. i i do like customizing design workshops it's like based on the customizing and for me that's cool also because i just i like to draw actually or paint on anything i can and um i'm kind of just teaching them the process of how to um how to get to the point where you can put your design onto something like i help them develop their design their ideas and um uh, help them to understand like maybe the space that you have available um, already defines the idea that you can have because it's a difference if you have like this much space or if you have this whole uh, house that you can paint but the thought process is the same if it's a small thing to paint or a big thing you have to be aware of your space and that then determines what can I do with the space and the surface determines like what kind of paint you will use and so on and so forth and yeah it's so they funny can bring also. their sneakers or skateboards mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, and exactly. How exactly. Cool is that? Yeah, and but it's also funny because always within uh, the process of uh, creating, there is a point where you have to deal with yourself, and 
yeah, it's very interesting to see how some of those young kids already have difficulties doing this and they really get to their limits. Um, but yeah, it's nice because, yeah, staying in your comfort zone doesn't uh, bring you any progress and it's too easy. Um, you get lazy quick and, um, yeah, it has to be uncomfortable sometimes because that's how you move on yeah that's what you said before when you have a crisis in life you it's mm -hmm. somewhere it's a starting point for revelations or realizations mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh you are yeah. like like playing the game of life on a on another level right after yeah absolutely. do you still have that like with every painting this this like oh my god this is so shitty with every artwork or are you kind of over that like no i'm never over that um some with some it's more or less it also depends on you know like how you feel uh yourself but i have learned that actually in the end i will like it so i just pull through even if in the middle of it i'm like oh no but then i'll just uh, keep going and i'll just finish it um yeah it's also like you know you have to respect your own ideas and plans you know and pull through for yourself because otherwise in the end you won't you also lose the belief in yourself that you actually can even do something if you if you don't respect your own ideas and and what you have started you know like at least bring it to an end if you don't like it you still can scrap it then but you know like don't just give up in the middle of it and yeah that's kind of what I've learned. I mean, that's also with me. I, I have to make art because that's what, you know, kind of it helps me process a lot of things going on in my life while I'm doing it. I think of all of those things. And yeah, really, if you start something, finish it. Just and because when that's... is it finished? Because for all the, prof uh, for all the perfectionists, that's so hard, you know, and in a, in a painting, I mean, you could do more all the time, right? But you have to, I mean, your experience is, is so many years, but somehow you have to know now, now it's done. I could do more, but no, it's done. How, how yeah, I mean, do you, that... I mean, what you said before is so much valuable for life too, you know, respect your ideas, go for it, bring it to an end. If you don't like it in the end, like, this is so philosophical again. It's great. It's so great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 a feeling. It's like I I'm chasing feelings. Actually, it's not even ideas because, like, most of the time, it's like I I yeah, the idea I have is more of like a feeling that I would like to manifest onto something, and if the visual of that feeling in the beginning was a circle and I end up with the square, but it still feels like it, like the circle that I thought of in the beginning, then I'm fine. You know, like it's also like learning how to, you know, adapt and, and um, how do you say, um, you know, not see everything as a mistake and just try to make the best of it, just like, okay, I got here now, okay, well, I'm not going to go back, 
and I'm also not going to stop. So what am I going to do now I, with what I have? And then just keep on moving and try to make the best of that. And I think that's the point also where you then actually don't like it in that moment. But in the end, if you pull through, it still turns out nice because you just made 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 the best of it. And in hindsight, yeah, I try not to judge myself too much in the process or not judge myself at all. I mean, that's that's just training also like meditation. You know, you can't just have no thoughts. That's almost impossible. It's you have to train yourself to focus and and there that's also like a way of just training myself not to judge all the time and just do it and in the end you can always you know look look at it and and ask yourself okay what what did i just do why did i do it and learn something about yourself like that in, instead of you know always be uh, kind of changing direction or stopping before you even made the first step um yeah so for me, do you like every artwork you put out there, or sometimes you're like, I don't like this piece of art. It's finished, and mm -hmm. if somebody buys it, it's like, are you kind of this art came out of me, and it's now out in the world, and it's not my responsibility to like it myself. But if somebody likes it, it's his or hers or their theirs. You know, like. Does that happen or are you satisfied and only putting out art to, to sell where you're a hundred percent like, yes, that's. I like, I actually like all of my art, some pieces where I'm just not sure if anybody else would like it, but I put it out there. Nevertheless, like I'm, yeah, where I, you know, I don't feel so confident about it, but I still like it. And, um, yeah, funny enough, many of the times these are the pieces that people come in and like, oh, wow, what is this? And you're like, oh, what? Uh, you, you like this? <laughs> so, oh, okay, cool. Well, you know, like it's all really like how, how, how people perceive things. And I made it in the end and I'm not going to scrap it. I'm not going to throw it away. And if it talks to somebody, then even better, you know, like... Also, a lot what people see in my artworks, I learn a lot about myself because of their point of view. And I'm like, ah, I never looked at it like that, actually. And yeah, that's that's really interesting to, to see also with what people resonate with or what they see in an artwork. I actually therefore don't like to give titles to artworks because I would like everybody to see what they see in it. And that's what it is, you know, so um because in the end if i tell you this is a palm tree you're going to look for the palm tree in the painting and if you can't find it you're like this is not a palm tree <laughs> but you should actually d decide yourself and i think that's also the point where the viewer gets some viewers get into conflict with themselves because they're maybe shocked of what they feel when they see something or, or what they think when they see something and they might not like it or they're scared to to be open about it. So they re that's what I also learned. So they prefer it to have a title or prefer you to tell them 
what this artwork is all about because they're insecure if that what they feel and say and see is the right thing but i mean there's no right or wrong at the end of the day i think so, that comes so much when you paint the picture as a child and you show mm -hmm. it to grown-ups it's like oh is that a house it's always like You didn't, maybe you didn't paint the house, but oh, okay, this grown up sees a house, so it might mm -hmm. be a house. It's kind of, I really like when people, like, I, I, I realize that I just say, wow, what did you draw? You know, so yeah. the artist, the little artist can say what they were mm -hmm. thinking, mm -hmm. not me putting some, some, cookie mm -hmm. cutter like yeah. words on it just because i think this should be whatever a cat yeah or so. yeah definitely definitely and yeah i just like that fact about art that it's actually really kind of yeah maybe putting people in their place is maybe not not the right thing to say but it provokes an emotion And this may be, you know, it could be any kind of emotion. But as long as it provokes an emotion, then it's a, that's already the first thing which I think is cool. Some people, they maybe dislike it, some love it, and all in between. Um, but yeah, art really actually forces you to, to, to deal with yourself as a creator, but also as a viewer of art. It really... Is a, is a mirror of, of yourself because whatever you think or feel in that moment that you encounter it, that's, that's you, you're the pure you. And in, instead of like saying, wow, what the hell is this? I don't like it and walking away, you could ask yourself, why do I not like it? You know, and find like, and realize about yourself like, oh, I don't like this and this and that because that's in there and that reminds me of this and that. And, you know, like it's really something where you learn a lot about yourself. And um, that's why I believe there should be more art all over the place and in every corner, on every wall and just everywhere. Because the more people find themselves and therefore, you know, start also accepting themselves and then loving themselves now we're back with the self-love where we started the lesser hate there will be out there because people really actually dislike people that are doing their thing because they are not and those people that do their thing are a reminder to them that they are not doing their thing And that's why they don't like them. And they try to tell them, hey, but this is not a real job. And you don't have to think it's so easy, you know? Because <laughs> and, Yes, and don't think it's so easy to get the biggest wall in Zurich. All, all, all of those, you know, like all of those things that they then uh, say to you, maybe also even unconsciously, is because you are reminding them of that you actually, it's possible to be yourself and, and have some sort of success with it or feel good with it and go down your path and and that's what makes you happy in the end it's not paychecks don't make you happy it's short it's also very short term like i watched this this uh, street food documentary the other day on on netflix and and the guy with his food truck it just says you know since i have this food truck I have never been so broke in my life 
but at the same time I have never been so happy. And I mean, I think that just uh, uh, say, say, says it all. It's, it's and not... I really believe that if you're continuing, as you said, don't stop, don't quit with the thing which makes you so happy. In the mm -hmm. end, you will be successful because your vibe and your 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 you're just spreading the world at uh, the, the love, as you say. Your it's your what is your duty to spread love? Is yeah. your tagline? Yeah. So you change the world with your with your passion and what you do. And you will make the bucks for living and for whatever you dream of while doing what you're good at and what you love to do. It's just, it, it has to happen. Maybe it takes some time. And you know, all yeah. these, the overnight successes, they maybe took 12 years and people Yeah, will... but I mean, in the end also, what is the definition of success? I mean, success is to be, you know, if you have a healthy life and a happy life, I would say you're pretty successful. You know, it's not about... The bank account but are you happy and are you healthy you know like these two things and then i would i would say you have a successful life you know and um that definition is just in the wrong place most of the time it's the definition of success is always in terms of of you know value in 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 money how big is your bank account and all of that and But I mean, it's I not just think money, a lot of money in the hand of hands of good people. We can change the world, you know, like yeah. while doing things you love, you're good at, you're making money, you, you have more power. It's just yeah. at the moment. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. I mean, I don't say you have to be a starving artist. I mean, I also think that's like uh, this uh, romantic uh, vision of. I mean, it's not funny if you, you if if you you know like have to to eat uh, cup noodles for breakfast and for lunch and for supper every day because that's all you can afford. That's um, that's not the the idea. I mean, of course you have to kind of make make a living, but you know, try to make it with something that you love to do. And if everybody would be like kind of following down that path, nobody really would have to be doing things they don't want to because every, the, you know, like there's, I couldn't think of being a truck driver, but there's people that absolutely love that job and they're the right person to do the job. And that goes actually, I believe that for every profession, there is somebody that does it with a passion which loves to do that's, it and and that's just a real fact i mean my i hate bookkeeping i can't mm -hmm. do that and my bookkeeper she's just glowing when she's talking about numbers and tax files <laughs> yeah. she's so she's the right so person happy. to do it yes yeah. and she's yeah. wonderful you know she even wears a pink a pink um uh pullover what's that in english um sweater sweater when she comes into my office with the pink wall she's the sweetest lady and so happy with bookkeeping and i'm so happy to have her i can give her all my mess with the receipts and she's doing it perfectly wonderfully yeah. with so much love you know you feel it in the yeah. folder of the bookkeeping mm -hmm. and that's like the goal and i know sometimes you have a job you really don't like but you could start to bring the joy there, you know, have some fun in the office or whatever you do. 
and maybe some some places are just so not right for you you have to leave otherwise mm -hmm. you get sick or 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 bigger yeah. problems occur it's just not fair for yourself to stay there just because of safety or because you yeah should. but i mean again that is also then that's 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 us here you know i mean many people they don't have that choice but that's why i also believe because i have the privileges i have i owe it to everybody that does not to make something of them as good as i can and and also you know maybe try to be a bit of an example that it's possible although i also have my hard times where i just think like what am i doing why am I doing this? And is it necessary to to go through all of, all of this? You know, not not sleeping, and you know, maybe also sometimes uh, un, unhealthy eating and all of that, and just you know, like trying to fight for it when there's lots easier things I could do. You know, where I just can go and kind of pick up the money and just yeah, sit on my paycheck. And um, I just really want to kind of show that it's possible, although sometimes I also struggle with the belief that it is. But, you know, like these are the days where you are being honest with yourself, like, and you maybe have to adjust and make some changes. But yeah, I really think I, I, I owe it to all that don't have the opportunity to use my opportunities that I get to the fullest. Yeah. And I mean, in, in the internet age, internet can be used for evil stuff, but also for so much good stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, you found your wall within that, not yeah, because the right people saw it. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, yeah, my, my grandmother was an artist and nobody knew about her because she was a yeah. girl and, and she had to get married and um, yeah, there was no Instagram. So yeah, like, yeah. And I love these stories, you know, also from, from countries where it's so much harder than in Switzerland, but I mean, the coolest stories, I don't know if you follow humans of New York, the, the blog. No. I can highly recommend you that okay. it's a guy from New York and, and he has now, I don't know, 16 million readers mm -hmm. and, and he just speaks to people on the street, you know, randomly. And then he, I don't know how he does it with the greatest questions. These stories are so amazing. And then there was one woman, she produced shoes in Pakistan. She, she learned her family was like, shoe you know like i don't yeah. know they were like the letter workers you know mm -hmm. doing all the letter stuff from base to shoe and now they have this this big sneaker company with super sustainable and and fair fair produced shoes in her hometown in pakistan and yeah it's just like it's so wow. much possible today so please if you have a dream just maybe you have a job which is boring, but in as a side hustle, you just start what you love doing, and the energy yeah. of that will fuel your job, or you will find the next step, and then off you go. Like yeah. believe in yourself. 
yeah, I mean, it's not easy and there's a lot of patience involved. And also sometimes you have to really, you know, go on this uh, self-awareness trip and ask yourself, you know, like, who am, who am I really? And is this really something I want? And why do I want it? And then, yeah, over time, you know, it's something will happen. I always say also good things come to those who make, you know, if if. if if you don't do nothing, nothing's going to happen. So you really have to, at some points, excuse my language, bust your ass. But that's like, that's just what it takes to to move forward. And you shouldn't be too a pity for yourself also to, to, to sometimes accept that, okay, now is not the right moment. Many times I had to go back to doing jobs that I didn't want to do because I had to pay off debt because the last idea I tried out just didn't work. But I kind of knew, okay, I'll pay this off. And once I'm back at square one, I'll start, I'll try it again. And I'll try it as long as I can until it works. I'll, because that's really all I want to do and the, what I know how to do best and I'll be so unhappy um, if 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 I didn't at least try I mean because I guess at the end of your life you won't be um, regretting what you have done but what rather what you have not done so <laughs> absolutely yeah you kind there. of said the message to the world already but if I ask you even though you already had the most wisest words ready right now. Like, if you have the mic, whole world is listening. What is your What is your message? You maybe you just said it and it's it's all done. But I I'm it's sure your you duty to spread thing. love, and you have to start with yourself. You have to love yourself first, and once you love yourself, you can love the next person, and then that's like a, a, a chain reaction. It's contagious, you know, like. Um, that's how it goes and if everybody can feel love for themselves they will have less hate for for others that can love themselves because they don't remind them of something that they also should be could be doing but they're maybe too lazy or they're too caught up with other stuff or yeah i really believe that that's where the root is that if that's not aligned then things go off track because if i'm hateful to somebody that is doing their thing uh, depending on what i'm willing to do i might really hurt that person and that again has a chain reaction that spirals into more bad stuff and you end up with a war in the, yeah. in, the in the worst case you know like all of those guys starting these wars I don't think they have a lot of love for themselves. You know, they're pretty disillusional and uh, de delusional, or how do you say that? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, because they want something somebody else has, and if they don't get it, they're willing to take measures that are just off the chain. And um, yeah, why do you need that so bad? You know, why can't we just share it? Why do you have to say, this is mine and I want to control it? And this has a if you ask me a lot to do with how you perceive yourself and what you feel about yourself and it's just that 
with the power those people have, the outcome is so much worse than if I just um, I'm a bit uh, you know grumpy and hateful and I want something. It's not going to cause a war. So, yeah. And the other way around, we can really with the I I say the ripple effect of joy. You know, like mm -hmm. joy is contagious, love is contagious, kindness is contagious, mm -hmm. and I really think we can change and and also save the world. I know it sounds so sweet and and a little bit cute, but I really believe it. We yeah. we have power in in uh, our personal actions and um, yeah yeah let's, absolutely let's use it. And I mean, that's also the belief that I want to instill in people, like you can change something and you don't, you know, like if you think of I'm going to go to whatever country there is war and stop that war, that's also very delusional. You have to start with your own little surrounding, what you can really, you know, everybody is a little influencer in their own little circle. And, you know, it only takes one person that you can influence in a nice way. And that goes to the next and to the next and, you know, really stop hanging on all of that things that those things that go wrong, negative stuff. Nowadays, that tends to get more attention, but like the good stories should be told more because yes. it's not all evil. Yes. It's not all evil. It's like 8 billion people in this world and it's impossible that all of them are just, you know bad and the world is so bad and bad and bad it's not no just lots of lots the the, of lots the nice stories don't sell as as good as the bad ones so it's up to us to 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 make nice things cool and not just because when things work out everybody's like yeah it's supposed to work out you know what are you talking about just move on but if something goes wrong, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're telling everybody how bad and how wrong everything is. But it should be the other way around, actually. So mm. we're starting with that. I thank you so, 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 so much for this thank conversation. You. Please tell people where they can find you. I assume um, with... It's .com. Um That's where my webpage is. And from there, you can find all of my socials. You can find me as Oibelart on at the end on TikTok, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, I'm all over the place in terms of that. Um, my shop, of course, on on also on my webpage. Um, yeah. I think. And if you have walls or if you have custom requests, just. Yeah, just email me, send me a DM. I eventually will get to it. Maybe not in 24 hours. Um, sometimes I also have blind eyes there and it maybe even would take me a week. But I will get to it eventually. And um, yeah, I actually always reply. I don't, I do not not reply. So yeah, I mean, that's how we got to this podcast. <laughs> yes, so, I yeah. was just, I was facing your wall and just uh i think i even posted a story with the question would you be on my podcast and you said yes i was so happy and now we're here thank yeah. you so 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 thank much. you big pleasure and um go you i i'm You're i'm too. looking forward to your worldwide art inspiring with yes, Dinky and the Brain. What are we doing tonight? Yes. <laughs> the same like every night. We're trying to take over the world. <laughs> yes. yes.
That's, you. That's Have a great evening and you too. Yes. Bye bye bye. Samora Vasarabusa or Oival. I mean, how amazing was that interim? I'm still floating on all the magic he said, and I'm so kind of proud that I live in the same city and I can look at his artwork when I drive to my husband's restaurant and look at this wall and know the whole story behind it and I spend a whole hour with him and his wisdom about the world I love that and our message is so similar you know it depends on everybody on this planet to bring more love more joy more art more colors into our lives and we make the, li the, the life of ourselves but we make the world a better place and it's not a cheesy quote and saying something it really is a fact more joy it's a duty to spread spread love it's a fact that this changes the world and we can do it and and of course if you are in a circumstance where where you don't have to fear your life or or um don't know where you get food from then it's even more our duty to really put in our energy for ourselves first because it starts with a filled cup and we are full of energy and then we can serve others and please let's serve with joy with color with kindness with kind words with a compliment to somebody you might may think well this person has everything together and look at her she's so powerful but even she loves a compliment if you mean it like wow your your um jacket is so cool she will love it and, and the ripple effect goes out and out and out. And we are changing the world by being ourselves. And if you want help or you are ready to really transform your life into your dream life and let go of what is not serving you anymore, join the Joy Academy. Because this year of 12 months of inner work and cool tools, practical tools, and then also meditations where you go very high and very deep and you learn more and more about yourself and what you really want what you don't want anymore and and life begins to bloom like a garden and it's it's tailored to you you don't have to be somebody else you have to be you more and more chipping away what's what's not you like old expectations and old programming like find who you are and who you want to be and you can change and grow like a tree or like a flower again every day but the essence of yourself is you and you are unique you are one of a kind you are very 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 wonderful and I love to close this season of this this two year even two year and a half season of my podcast with this interview and I will be back with the message of joy, even more focused and magical as, as it was now. Now it was like woven into these beautiful conversations. And, and in the future, I see it like really helpful, little and long sessions. And of course, also interviews, which help you to find your joy and, and find out what you really want. And in the meantime, join the Joy Academy or check out what I 
just have what the ideas I have in English. There is everything ready for you to join in Swiss German, but my marketing and, and my path is now like English, international. I want to reach millions. And for that, I pause the podcast to come back even stronger. And I thank Oivel for this wonderful interview to close out this season one of the Let's Create Joy podcast. I love you. You are amazing. You are magical. You are powerful. And join the Joy Academy to make yourself bloom and enjoy this life even more. I can't wait to meet you. Have a great time and take good care of yourself in December and have a great start into New Year. The new year. Bye-bye.